everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. K-Gang, I'm going to call y'all K-Gang. Welcome to Kena's Corner, where I speak facts, opinions, truth, vulnerabilities, and need-to-knows. Um, I thank you for coming back to my second episode. You made it. Hope y'all learned something on the first one, uh, Thursday for work and so forth. I hope y'all learned something, and I hope you do the same tonight. Let's jump into this episode. So this one um, is about toxicity and abuse. And when I was working on these episodes, I actually was going to do these separate. I had them as two different separate episodes, but I decided to combine them because I think they kind of go hand in hand. <clears throat> so toxicity. So first of all, like what is a toxic uh, or a tox, uh, a toxin? This is what I'm looking for. A toxin is something that's poison. And we all know that poison is bad for us, right? Poisons are bad for us. So if you have anything that is relationship-wise, marriage-wise, that's in your life that's bad for you, it's toxic. And that's what you don't need. You don't need toxicity in your life. Honestly, just to keep it censored, toxicity is not cute. And toxicity will get you... If it's serious enough, if it's bad enough, it will get you unalived just to keep it censored for a toxic, um, per the definition, causes unpleasant feelings and it's harmful or malicious. If you don't know what malice is or malicious means, the root word is malice, which means like evil intent, evil intent, like your intention is to be evil. Um, so some examples of toxicity in relationships and marriages and engagements, what have you, whatever. Um, and of course not limited to these are just some that I thought of right off top. Okay. Negative criticism. This is like where you feel, you begin to feel like you can't do anything right. Like you start feeling like you're walking on eggshells. You start feeling like, um, I'm not enough. And when you start, when your partner makes you feel that way, and this is a man or woman, your partner makes you feel that way. That's toxic. It's toxic for you to ever feel like you can't do anything right. Negative criticism. You have to understand that if someone can beat you down so much when you feel like you can't do anything right, you have to understand that is your partner's goal. That's their goal. Their goal is to break you. Their goal is to break you simply because they're broken. They are already broken. So you don't want to be in a place like that because they don't want you to trust your own judgment. And when you stay in situations like this, that's exactly what happens. Um, number two, they aren't truly happy for you. Have you ever had like an accomplishment, got a promotion at your job, you know, a new vehicle, something, just something to be proud of that you should be celebrated for, you know, and you could tell they weren't truly happy for you. Like they made little side comments or they made it seem like something that anybody could do. There's somebody who's not happy for you, and there's somewhere you don't need to be that's, that's toxic. So it's like you land in the bed with somebody who secretly like competes with you. I don't know why, why you would want to stay. And these are things for you to think about. Um, Number three, control. And this one can be awful. In this sense, I mean control you in every shape, form, and fashion. What you do, where you go, how much money you spend whether you even have the means to spend money or whether you have money. So there's a such thing as financial abuse, and we're going to talk more about it, but they control what you do and what you go. Everything about you, they control it. That is this toxicity, and you don't need it. Number four, no accountability. 
there is nothing worse than a person who, when y'all have an argument, they are never wrong. They are never wrong. And they're going to make you feel that way. They won't take accountability for anything. I don't care what happened. Facts are right there in front of everybody for everybody to see. But somehow, somehow, some way, you're still wrong. And they're always the victim. That's toxic. Toxic. When I'm going over these tonight, just sit and think about if you've ever tolerated these things and why you stay. That goes back into last week, knowing your worth, okay? Uh, Number five, I put disrespect. And honestly, disrespect speaks, speaks for itself. The disrespect speaks loud and clear. Somebody keeps disrespecting you, you should not be there. That's toxic. Disrespecting can be, oh, that can be done in a lot of different ways, y'all. Disrespect. If somebody don't respect you, I don't, I don't want. I don't understand why you would want to be there, y'all. I don't. Uh, of course, number six. Everybody, when they hear abuse or toxicity, usually the first thing they go to is physical abuse. But not all abuse is physical, and sometimes, uh, like psychological abuse, which is like mental abuse, abuse hurts worse than being hit. I believe. Understand that physical abuse is like. Any physical pain or any pain that's caused by the hands of your lover, I'll say it like that. This can be man or woman. I'm not biased. Women can be abusers too. I think it's just more common. Research shows that, that you know more men have these tendencies. Okay. Um. Again, if it's harm, harmful to you, it's toxic. Um. You decide because honestly, there are a bunch of different things like manipulation and all these different types of abuse that we will talk about. Uh, again, how a person treats you, it will let you know how they feel about you. We have to start taking people at face value. When they show you the first time, you have got to believe them. That's just it. It's in it. I know it's hard, y'all, because I've been there. It's hard. It's easier said than done. But you, at some point, you've got to, you've got to know this because it does not get better when you stay. You're telling that person that you're okay with it, and that person is not going to change for you. When people change, it has to be for them. They will not change for you, okay? Um, <clears throat> what I find sad about it is our generation and, the, and people in this day and age has made it cute, and it's not cute. You see on social media all the time. You know the little saying, well, people are like, I got my head knocked between the washing and the dryer. It's cute saying, but this shit ain't funny. That's not funny. Like, how are we okay with joking about somebody hitting you, man or woman? That's not cute. Again, this can get you unalived. Do you realize that I, I mentioned control, right? They control what you do, where you go, where uh, how you spend money. If you're able to spend money, they control whether you talk to your family, your friends, whether you move, whether you work, right? Do you know in the sense of physical abuse that someone choking you is a form of control? And do you know why? It's because if someone is choking me, they have the control to kill or to unalive me. They have the ability to cut off my air supply. That is a form of control. They're still trying to show you that they control you. That's why you don't stay because abuse, toxicity, it only gets worse. The more you stay, the more you allow. And what you allow will come. Stuff like people smashing TVs and popping up at your house and name calling and tearing up the house and calling you all the time that that's not cute 
I say it all the time. If somebody's walking around your house punching walls and punching things and stuff like that, secretly they kind of wishing that was you. And eventually it's going to lead to that if you stay and you accept it. None of that is cute. Somebody doing pop-ups, somebody smashing your TV out, none of that is cute. Name calling, I cannot stand it. If you mad at me, cool, that's fine. But if you can't call me Kena, just don't, you, right now, just go cool off. Because don't call me anything besides that. But people are okay with it. I, I don't care who you are, first of all. But definitely not somebody that's supposed to love me. You're not going to call me dumbass. You're not going to call me a bitch, a hoe, a slut, or anything like that. I ain't going for it, because I know better than that. That's toxic. And you shouldn't be doing it either. Woman or man. I don't know who's in here. Woman or man, you should not be doing it either. This should be a mutual thing, like a respect thing, though. Respect. This toxicity is what the new generation praises y'all, but it's just not healthy. It's not healthy for you at all. Okay, so I'm going to kind of slide over into abuse because, again, they do go hand in hand. Toxicity and abuse do go hand in hand. Abuse is a form of control, and who anyone who truly loves you will not want to or try to control. Again, abuse is a form of control, and anyone who truly loves you will not want to or try to control you. These people, or whoever your party is, will understand that you you need a life outside of them, okay? When they love you, or I'm sorry, when you or you this person has your full attention, you don't have a life. You begin to neglect others, your family, yourself, most importantly. That's why it does affect your health. You start to stress. You start to feel like you can't do anything right because they have your full undivided attention. And that's what they want you codependent, depending on them for everything, everything. And if you fall victim to it, if you allow it, it's going to keep happening, y'all. It is going to keep happening. Um, Again, like I said, you'll abandon your own needs. And that's exactly what they want. That's what an abuser wants. They want you to not even trust your own judgment. That's where the psychological abuse comes in. Because they don't want you to be able to make decisions on your own. They want you to rely on them for every single thing that you need. Psychological abuse is also that thing like where you don't trust your judgment because they've made you feel so low that you can't do anything right. And then you just, you really start to question your sanity. But I, I can reassure you, that's exactly where your abuser wants you. Not trusting yourself, not trusting your judgment, not trusting your good. Because you depend on them so heavily. That's what you don't want to be. The most common types of abuse um, is physical, which is like again, hitting or somebody throwing something at you. They even like yanking you up or pushing you or shoving. All of that is abuse. Even if you've been pushed, you've been abused. Whether you ever want to admit it or not, should nobody be putting their hands on you. Literally, and it causes that is a form of abuse. Verbal and emotional. This is literally the words that somebody speaks to you. Verbal communication. And it's very true that sometimes words do hurt, I believe, more than getting hit. Like I've been some some things have been said to me over the years via text, you know, in person. Y'all, it's like, damn, just punch me. And I've never physically been abused by by anyone. But the words do hurt. They hurt. And after a while, when you keep getting fed that same thing, y'all, you start to believe them. You start to believe them. You don't, you lose your confidence when you know you're a beautiful lady. You you, you lose all of that. You're just there um, getting sucked into this cycle of abuse. And it's hard to get out of. It's so hard to get out of. Mental and psychological, 
um, again, you begin to question like if you're truly sane, you really do start to feel like you're losing your damn mind. And that is a horrible place to be in, y'all. I'm telling you. Horrible place to be in. I've been there before. I was crying every damn day. But I had a reason to cry. And um, it's just like I knew what I knew, but I couldn't prove what I knew. So I was made to feel like I was damn crazy. I cried so many damn days and nobody knew about y'all. And I started to feel like I was losing my mind because that's what I was being told. I was told one time, like, somebody told me, looked me dead in my eye and said I needed to go to counseling. And do you know I actually started, I sought out counseling, y'all? I did. I actually went to a few sessions of counseling. But the entire time when I found out what I knew, what I knew, that I knew what I knew, the whole time it was being done. So I was not crazy, but I was made to feel that way. And when you feel crazy, y'all, that is a horrible-ass feeling. Ooh, it's a horrible feeling. I'm like, I know I'm not losing my damn mind. Now I know, you know, I'm not tripping. Really? I wasn't tripping. Hindsight, I was not tripping. And then there's financial abuse. A lot of people really don't think about this, but there is such a thing. Say, for instance, and this is usually how it goes. I'm going to use uh, a woman as an example. So um, say she's married and her husband does not want her. He he wants to control her, right? He's very insecure. So he he's going to tell her he does not want her working because he don't want other men looking at her. Okay. So she's at home. She does not have any source of income. Well, financial abuse comes in that she has to ask him for money. Like, are we children or not? Why am I asking you for money? And he has the, well, he has the power to withhold it from her. If he's making the money, she's at home. He's making the money. That is financial abuse. I need y'all in here to ask yourself these questions, okay? Ask yourself these questions. Have, has he or she, anybody, control what you wear, where you go? What you do, like, do they call you, like, excessively, and they demand that you answer, and then if you don't answer, you're scared to go home because you just don't know what they're going to do? Answer those questions to yourself. Just think about them tonight. Think about them. Have you ever, like, been in fear around your partner? Like, I don't know what they're going to do. Have they ever scared you? There's something for you to think about. I don't want to be around somebody I got to sleep next to. There's some I'm supposed to be trusting and loving, and I can't trust them. I just don't know when they're going to pop off, or I'm scared to be around them. I don't want to be scared of my partner. If you've ever had to be scared, or you are scared, you need to reconsider a little bit. That's not healthy. That is not healthy. Understand, I believe, there's a difference in respect and control. Um, For me, once dating a guy, he didn't like tattoos, so I stopped getting them. It wasn't a control thing. It was just for me, I respected his opinion and valued it, you know, but I wasn't controlled. I think when your relationships, marriages, there's no you anyway, that's us, um, you know, us instead of you and I. So I just respected his opinion, but there is a fire, there's a big difference between someone respecting you and somebody controlling you. Controlling is nothing but, it's, a, it's just a bad form of toxicity and abuse. Um... Please know, as a couple, married, you're going to argue. You should be arguing, having fights, disagreements, whatever you want to call it. You should argue. When you're not arguing, that means somebody's attention is elsewhere, meaning they have their mind on somebody else or their heart and mind is out of that relationship that y'all have. If y'all are not arguing, somebody is doing something. You should argue. You should absolutely argue, but it's how you do it. Is how you do it. 
do you are y'all yelling at each other is your partner does do they belittle you like if you have a certain flaw or insecurity about yourself that they know they already know that you hate about yourself or you don't like that you speak about all the time and that's the first thing that they mention when they're mad at you or they're upset because y'all are that's the first thing that they say to you that was intentional that was malice that was toxicity they did that to hurt you you should not be screaming and yelling at each other it's about having a conversation like an adult. And a lot of times in these um, arguments, a lot of times it's, for me, there were a bunch of times where I completely knew, like I was right, you know, but a lot of times I found myself apologizing and I knew I was right, but I apologized simply because I like peace. I don't like tension, you know, but that does not help. You're proving their case that they're right and you're wrong. Okay, so stand on your stand your ground and know when you're right, you're right. You don't have to be right all the time. That's a problem. Don't feel like you're right all the time. You will never be. But you have to be willing to admit when you're wrong. That's called accountability. And a lot of people know nothing about it. Nothing. So, um, um, we're still on abuse, but I do want to speak to, this is abuse, but um, so say for instance, we're just gonna, if you have, or you know, someone who is being abused, male, female, whoever, um, what do you do? Well, i tell you what you don't do. Don't judge. Them. And as hard as it sounds, it's not your job to judge people. Don't judge. You cannot judge a friend for staying wherever they are. That's not your decision to make. As much as you want to do it for them, it's not your decision to make. Okay. Um, if you do, um, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times this woman or man has already been like isolated. What I mean by isolation is moved away from my family and friends, or sometimes they're not even allowed to talk to family and friends and they've had to move away. When you start judging them, they're going to put you right over in that corner with the rest of those because they're going to feel like their abuser, their partner is the only one that has their back. And really that's what the abuser wants. To have that person isolated, feeling like they don't have anybody but them. So what you do not do, you do not judge them. Um, you've also got to understand that some relationships, marriages, they're hard to get out of when they are abusive and toxic. They are very hard to get out of. When you think about their financial situation, sometimes the women don't have resources to get away. They don't even have a job. They can't leave. Maybe they live in a small town and they don't have a, you know, a shelter for battered women or abused women, right? Also remember, y'all in these toxic relationships, sometimes the abuser's family, they condone the bullshit that their person does. Remember that. So it's like if you're going to, and it, it can't get as serious as sounding like planning it in the escape. If you're going to leave, sometimes it's hard to do so. These are things for you to remember. If you know somebody who's actually in this situation, you cannot judge them. I'm telling you, you're going to push them away. You're gonna, they're going to push you out. You've got to understand that he or she will not leave until they've had enough and they know they can do better. That's just the bottom line. Until he or she has had enough and they truly know within their heart of hearts that they can do better, they will not leave. You can't do it for them. Don't be on the phone like, um, she better than me or, uh, you know, honestly, let's be real. She better than me. When we say that, come on. You just saying in a nice way, you fucking fool. That's what you're saying. 
you cannot say that to your friend, whoever you're supposed to, that's supposed to be your family member, whoever it is to you, you have to support them no matter what. Like I said, it's not your decision to make. It's not your decision for, you can't make that for them. You just pray for them and be there for them, seriously. You've got to pour into them. You just got to pour them. You don't want them to shut you out. Um, just, like I said, be there. A lot of times they have been isolated, y'all. They're not, they don't even have family and friends to talk to like that because their partner intentionally did what they did. Move them away from their family and friends. So you have got to be there. I also want to say to know important info. And what I mean is like the address, um, maybe a, a immediate family member's number or something like that. But you need basic info um, about your friend. But most importantly, like I said, you have to be there and don't judge. Please understand, y'all, that love is not expressed by black eyes. You having to cry. You having to wonder. You having to walk on eggshells. Um, you being cussed out or cursed out. Um, none of that. You being hit physically. That is not love. Please understand as well. Love does not have to hurt in order for it to turn out right. Love does not have to hurt in order for it to turn out right. Social media in today's society really has us feeling like you have to accept any and everything just to say you have a significant other. You don't. You don't. Again, sit by yourself. You should be able to sit alone. You've got to sit alone, y'all. If you have to have somebody, that is a problem that you need to look within yourself and find out what the issue is, where it comes from. You don't have to be under nobody 24-7. You, at some point, you got to be comfortable being, being by yourself. That's not love. You're accepting any and everything just to say you have somebody. Your better will not come. Your whoever, king or queen, will not come any sooner while you stay with somebody who uses you, abuses you, neglects you, cheats on you, lies to you, betrays you, steals from you, competes with you, is jealous of you. It won't come any sooner while you stay where you are. Sit by yourself so you can heal these things. Um... You just got to know, don't accept anything just to say you have somebody. Act like you know you are worthy because you are. In episode two, I'm, you've got to sit still in here, y'all. You just, I'm telling you, two years single, and uh, it disafflicts, I don't care. Two years single, and I'm proud about it. I don't have to have the presence of another man around to make me feel whole. I do appreciate y'all. I love y'all so much. I'll meet you back here. Same time. Same. It's your girl, Kina from Kina's Corner. I'm signing out. And I thank you for being in my corner. I'm out, y'all. I love y'all. Good night.